Good morning. I want to welcome you all to Cock and Differs here. Um, we do ask that if you are visiting, you stop by the Welcome Center, which is to the left as you exit this room, the CLC. Um, ask you to rise right now and go ahead and pass the peace of Christ to each other. When you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. And pain hates. I say pain strengthens. And fear drives faith. And I don't know all of the outcomes. Don't know what happens tomorrow. But when that ocean of doubt comes, don't let me drown in my sorrow. And don't let me stay at the bottom. I feel like this hole is too deep to climb. I've been looking for a way out, but I settled for a peace of mind. Picking up the pieces of my life. All right, go ahead and stay standing. Um, our first song is Come Now is the Time to Worship. We know that throughout the Bible, we are called to worship our God and that he doesn't want us just to give him his time. He wants us to give him our hearts, give him all our strength and our minds. So come now is the time to worship.
our next song, you'll hear the uh, theme of lifting your hands before God. That, that has always been a part of worship, the surrender of our hands being wide open to Him. That it's not just our lives we're giving Him, but we're surrendering, allowing Him to work through us. So I lift my hands.
soft songs. Just, just let the words sink into you.
after you every single day. They we're always searching. They we're always trying to find you in our lives and everywhere in the world. Trying to lead others to you. Be the followers that you call us to be. And I'm dead. 
desperate for you. But I can tell you as your pastor, I am desperate for a touch of God in our church. I am desperate for the Holy Spirit to touch down like we've never seen in the history of Cockender for Church. For God to set us on fire. For God to cause us to be empowered and gifted to go out into this community and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm desperate. We are beginning a sermon series this morning on a Disney movie, Finding Dory. And our key text is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 3. Paul is desperate as he is writing this. I'm starting at verse 14. It says, for this reason... I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we all can ask or imagine. To him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Paul was desperate. You say, Pastor Matt, how do you know he was desperate? Because of what it says in verse 14. Because it says, for this reason, I want bow my knees. It was common posture in Paul's time as he is writing this by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit for folks to stand when they prayed. But when we kneel when we pray, it's out of desperation that we do that. We're going to be talking about this incredible Disney Pixar film that has many, many messages in called Finding Dory. I want to thank Alexander and Doreen for this beautiful display. Isn't this incredible? 
I feel like I'm talking underwater. Look at those bubbles just coming up. And I got to watch out for those jellyfish. If you've been to the beach this summer, you probably maybe watched out for jellyfish. But it's incredible. Thank you all for doing that. But this incredible movie has so many messages. We're going to deal with uh, one of those messages that comes from this movie today. And throughout our weeks together, we will talk about some, not all, but some of the key things that I think we as Christians can take away from this incredible movie. So I'm going to ask Alex to show you a scene from the beginning of the movie Finding Dory. short-term memory loss. Yes! That's exactly what you say. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll pretend to be the other kids now. <clears throat> Hi, Dory! Ahoy there! <laughs> Do you want to play hide-and-seek? Okay. <laughs> we'll hide, and you count and come find us. Okay, Daddy. No, no, not Daddy. I'm the nice fish who wants to be your friend. Okay? Okay, Daddy. No. I'm hiding! Now count to ten. One, two, three, um, four. Um, I like sand. Sand is squishy. <laughs> Mommy, can I go play with them? Dory. 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 Cupcake. Dory, honey. Undertow, sweetie. Remember, honey, we have to stay away from the undertow. Okay, sweetheart. What about that rhyme we learned? We see the undertow and we say... Let's go. No, no. It's heck no! Okay, let's try it again. We see the undertow and we say... There's the undertow! There's the undertow, there's the undertow. They found the undertow and we see the undertow. Did I forget again? No, no, no. no. sweetie, it's okay. No biggie, mind. cupcake. What if I forget you? <gasps> Would you ever forget me? Oh, Cupcake, no. We will never forget you, Dory. And we know you'll never forget us. Did you hear that? What was that? Hear what? Stan, I just, I heard someone say hello. Who? I didn't hear anybody say hello. I don't know, Stan. I just heard someone say hello. Yeah, there's a lot of fish here. Anybody, literally anybody could have just said hello. There. Where? There. There, right there. Where, where am I looking? There. Oh. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello? Oh my goodness, it's a child. Hello? Hi, kid. Hello? Over here. Hello? Hi. Hi, I'm Dory. Can you please help me? Well, hi, Dory. Dory, are you lost? Yeah, well, where are your parents? Um, I can't remember. Oh. We'll look around. Uh, are, uh, are any of these fish your parents? 
Hi, I'm Dory. Can you please help me? Huh? Um, <laughs> honey, you just, uh, you just said that. I did? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I suffer from short-term memory loss. Oh, how awful. Short-term memory loss. Um, okay, just, you wait here for one second, okay, sweet pie? Stand, stand, stand. What, what? What do we do if the poor thing is lost? I don't know. I oh, mean, we have to what do you something. want me to do? I mean, she can't remember a thing. She could come from anywhere. I'm... Wow, you are. You are no help today. I'm just. Uh, Dory, sweetie, how about we. Oh, she's gone. Dory? Oh, that's not good. Dory! Hey, Dory! Dory! So we meet this little fish, Dory, who is dealing with a disability. The disability that Dory has is short term memory loss which, in fact, is a real disability that some people do have. How many of you think you have short-term memory loss? I heard somebody say we practically all have it. And in a way, as I was preparing for today's message, I felt that all of us sometimes have memory loss. But for most of us, we can remember the things recent, but we forget the things that happened back here in our lives. If you brought your Bibles, uh, I encourage you to turn over to the book of Psalms. Psalm 105, I'll just read the beginning part of this psalm, but I want you to pay attention to verses 4 and 5. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing to him, sing praises to him, Tell of his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord with strength and his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done. His miracles and the judgments he has uttered. Remember his wonderful works. I don't know if any of you have done this. I don't know if there's any children here this morning who are thinking about doing this or have said these words to your parents lately. But when I was young at one time, I would say to my mother and father when I was upset with them, when they wouldn't see things my way, I'm running away. Have you ever said that? I've even said it to people in the church. <laughs> when I get upset and confused, I say, I've had it, I'm just going to run away. 
And this time of year, sometimes I think we as adults, we might be doing some of that running away when we think about it. When we go on the vacation, sometimes we're trying to run away from all the stress, all the things that we face every day, and we want to leave that behind in Lebanon, and we want to go to the beach and let it wash all over us. Isn't that what we like to do? Or in my case, I like to go on a roller coaster and scream my head off and raise my hands high and just let it go. We try to run away. Well, I remember the time when I was really upset with my mom and my dad, and I said, I'm, I, I'm running away. And I came home from school. And there it was on the driveway couple bags with my clothes in it. <laughs> I knocked on the door to get in because I didn't have a key yet. I'm a youngster and couldn't get in the house. Finally, my mother came to the screen door. I said, son, if you want to run away, your stuff's there. You go ahead. But think about it. I started thinking about this. Oh, it's going to be great to run away. I won't, no one will tell me anymore what to do. I started walking down the road, carrying that bag Mama had packed. Probably as I passed the house and was only maybe about two, three hundred feet away, I started thinking, well, what am I going to have for dinner? Where am I going to sleep? Where do I go? I was lucky my grandparents only lived a mile away. <laughs> First stop. And with their great wisdom, they talked me out of it, and I called my mom and dad and was able to go back home. Sometimes we want to run away. Dory has short-term memory loss, a disability that she's living with. She didn't want to run away from her parents. In fact, I love the scene there in the beginning where she asks her mom and dad, what if I forget you? Will you remember me? And they affirm with her, they will remember their child. And then we see she does get lost. She can't see her parents anywhere in those fish. And two fish were trying to help her. Sometimes we as Christians, as believers, we go through things in life that cause us to get angry with our Lord and Savior, to blame God for the things that we are going through, and we forget all that He has done in our life. So this morning, I want to encourage you, because maybe you've been in that point where you have the memory 
loss. And you are only focusing on today, this point, and you're forgetting about what happened days that led up to today. Maybe right now you're going through a tremendous storm in your life. But first of all, you need to remember that if there's been a day when you've asked Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior, when you asked him to forgive you for all your sins, to fill you with this Holy Spirit, we're given a promise that whether you felt it or not, that God forgave you and God filled you with his Holy Spirit. So you have to remember, no matter what, that you're a child of God. Say it with me, I'm a child of God. I do not have to fear. God is with me. We need to remind ourselves that. Because before we, before we came to know Christ, we were walking without the Creator, without the Holy Spirit in our life. And after we've asked Christ to forgive us, we are filled with the Spirit. We are empowered by God to do great things for Him. And he promises never to leave us, never to forsake us. He promises to give us strength, that he can be our strength. He can be our refuge. He promises to love us unconditionally. That's why we say God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. He loves each one of you here this morning. We need to remember that. And as we go through life, there are going to be days when we're going to feel like Dory does right here in the beginning of the week where we feel lost. Maybe not lost that we don't know physically where we are at because, you know, we can get our, our cell phones, our, our GPSs, and we can find out. It'll say right on it where you are. Did you ever see that? But sometimes we get lost in our spiritual condition and we don't know spiritually where we're at because the enemy's trying to defeat us and trying to cause us to, to be discouraged when we need to be reminded of what God's done. And in life, when we face those times of struggles. Maybe there's somebody here this morning, you're facing a struggle of not knowing financially how you're going to pay your bills. I read in here, it says, my God shall supply all your needs. Do you believe that? I hope you do. It says it in the Bible. I believe that. He's going to supply your needs. He's going to give you through this. Some of you may be going through some health issues. This past week, I saw my mother in the hospital, and it's amazing what they can do medically today. Isn't it amazing? Some of you have experienced the, the incredible uh, technology that we have today, gifts of God uh, through medicine. I truly believe God uses doctors.
to bring about healing. Amen. And my, my mother uh, was having a tremendous bout with breathing for the past, I want to say, over a month. She's been complaining to her family doctor and saying, I'm out of breath. I can't breathe. Something's got to give. I I don't want to live like this. This is not right. All I do is lay in bed all day. Can't do anything. They didn't do much. Sometimes when you talk to your doctors, I don't know if they're listening or not. But God works in mysterious ways. Monday morning, early in the morning, I'm getting a call at 3 a.m. from my nephew. I'm taking grandmother to the hospital. She don't want to go, but I'm making her. Way to go, Robbie. She had a bowel obstruction. But because of the bowel obstruction, she got her heart looked at. She ended up on the cardiology floor. She ended up having to change her cardiologist doctor so she could get a pacemaker put in on Friday. Saturday, yesterday afternoon, I brought her home from the hospital. She can breathe much better. She's not out of breath. Her headaches are gone. I took my niece and nephews out for dinner. She wanted to stay home. When we came back, she was straightening up, only using one of her arms, trying to follow those orders. But I can tell you from my mom, she was all upset while she was in the hospital. She didn't want to be there. Why does God make me go through all this? Why must I suffer like this? Maybe you've said words like that too in your life. And I looked at my mother in the hospital. I said, you know, Mom, it says all things work together for what? For good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I said, Mom, the Lord gave you, got you in this bowel obstruction so you get your heart fixed. She goes, you know, I've been thinking about it. Maybe that's, that's true. And looking at it on this side, if she wouldn't have went to the hospital with a bowel obstruction, she'd still be in the same predicament she was a week ago, unable to breathe, laying in bed all day, blood pressure going all over the roof. You see, sometimes when we think something is is working out for our harm, God is actually using it for good. And sometimes we don't even see the good till later on in life. Sometimes we go through things in our lives and we don't see it till, wow, a year, wow, 10 years ago. I remember why God, I see how God used that to do this right now in my life. It's a promise we have. So I want to remind you, first of all, this morning, that it's important for you not to have memory loss and forget what God has done. And if you're having a discouraging time right now, I want to encourage you, start making a list of all the things God has blessed you with in your life. Some people call them thankful lists. 
I've seen where people have jars on their desks or in, on, in their counters at home in the kitchen. They call it a thankful jar. And every day or whatever, they're thankful for something. They write it on a slip of paper and put it in the jar. So then when they have those discouraged days, because let me tell you, they will come. You pull out the jar and you start reading all the things you wrote down that you're thankful for. You know, it doesn't take long to, to realize all the things you're thankful for. Just start looking at your family. Hopefully you look at your spouse and you say, I'm thankful for my spouse. Amen? Hopefully you look at your children and your grandchildren and you're thankful for them. Hopefully you're looking right now around your church family. Look, take a look at one another. Are you, are you thankful for one another? Because this is our church family. The body of believers, we should be thankful for one another. Hopefully you're enjoying this beautiful time of year, summer. I just love how everything's green. My wife wishes it would stay that way all year round because she's from Florida. Like the green. How many of you, summer's your favorite time of year? How many of you like winter? Oh, few like winter. Good. You like the snow? Oh, great. Because I love them all. My wife thinks I'm a little crazy because I love all the seasons. I don't know what I would do if it was green and warm all year round. I just love the change of seasons. But we love this time of year with summer. You get to play and have fun outdoors. And, and, and you can play in the winter too. And then you be outdoors as well. It's just, you just have to dress for it. <laughs> oh, but it's a great, great time of year. And you can look around, and I don't know about all of you, but I love the fresh vegetables that you can get. Stop at a farm stand and get vegetables. Does anybody have a garden? I'll be over. Uh, you know, you know, it, it just, you know, fresh, there's nothing like a fresh tomato from the garden. You know, it's just incredible time of year. So it doesn't take long for us to look at our lives and see what we need to be thankful for. And the second thing I want to remind all of you is there are people that have disabilities that doesn't make them any less than those without disabilities. I probably think everybody, every one of us here has some probably type of disability if you think about it. In the Bible, there are many people with disabilities. You could look at Old Testament Moses. He must have had something wrong with his speech. God's asked him to be the leader to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. And Moses says, I, I got a speech problem, Lord. So he sends them Aaron. We can see other people who are born blind, who are born lame, who have disabilities. And in the time the Bible's being written, they didn't know all the terms like we do for all the different disabilities we have today. We see in the Bible, too, how those disabilities are not caused by things that went wrong in someone's life, by sin. 
Jesus addresses that in the gospel, I believe, in John chapter 9. So we have to understand that you can live with a disability. Short-term memory loss is a disability that is caused by something that happens in the brain, such an, an, or a traumatic brain injury. And we're going to see over the next few weeks how Dory deals with this and how her friends help her. We haven't met them yet. But if you've seen the movie, you've seen those friends who help her. And that's what the body of Christ is all about, the church. Those of you who have disabilities, we are to surround them and work together as a family and be their friends and help them, not push them away. We have been feeling called as a congregation to do special children's ministries. I believe the call began way before I came here to be your pastor. And I'm, there's Alice. And it started with Alice and having a special needs ministry. How many of you think it would be really cool if Cockender for Church had a special needs children's ministry, raise your hand. I'm signing each one of you up. You see, God calls it on our hearts to do, but we can't do that ministry unless we all say, yeah, I, I think that would be awesome for us to do. I have a passion for that too. I, it's my burning bush desire to, to follow God in that way, and I really want to minister to children. We can't do that unless we would have enough people that would have that burning desire to do that. But I can tell you that I've called several congregations in Lebanon, and I have asked those questions, do you have a special children's, special needs children's ministry? Do you what do you do with children who have special needs when they come to your Sunday school? And many, many, time after time, I get the response, we don't have anything like that. I even got some responses, we have to ask them not to come to church. Isn't that sad? That's sad. I believe the church is open to all people all children, no matter what. Y'all left me in. <laughs> Think about that. Left you in. Dory's got special, a special disability of short-term memory loss if she wouldn't have her friends that we're going to meet helping her to live with that. If children won't have us helping them so they can understand that there's a heavenly God, a heavenly dad who loves them and wants to be in relationship with them, who wants to forgive them of all their sins and, and, and be their Savior and Lord, that's what 
the church is supposed to be doing. So I want to encourage you to join me in that prayer because I was hoping one of Pastor Matt's goals was by September of this year we could really have that being offered to families in our community that have children who have special needs, who, who could come here and feel welcomed and not cast away. So I invite you, pray with me for that, for God to bring people that we can offer that ministry through our Sunday school. And this morning, if you're discouraged, think about all that God has brought you through and know he's going to get you through this. Say this with me. God's got this. He's got this. He's going to get you through it. Trust in him. He's got it. Let's pray. Cameron. Lord, we come before you today as family, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And we do this because we're invited by your call. Because of your work on the cross, we are adopted co-heirs of yours. That you have given us the same honor that you would take, Jesus. You give us that eternal life. You let that love flow through us. And Lord, we know that it is only through loving one another that you are revealed. That the Spirit shows itself in our loving community, in our loving hearts. So Lord, we ask that you move. We ask that you move and you stir in each and every one of us. That an incredible outpouring of love from us, our church family, to the community, to each other, and to the world can be a demonstration of who you are, of what you've done in our lives to point others back to you. Lord, we read many times throughout the Bible the phrase, remember me, or that you remembered blah, blah, blah. Lord, we ask again, remember us. But we know this doesn't just mean bring us to your mind. This is a language of covenant that you continue to pour out your love on us, that you continue to bless us. Lord, remember us, but I also ask that we can remember you, that we can remember our end of this deal, that we are working for you, working for your kingdom. Lord, I pray as the shelter comes up that we can have all these volunteers to have a great work to offer shelter for the needy in our community. Lord, I pray a blessing over that ministry. That when people come in these doors, they can see you through that ministry. I thank you for our VBS week. As we look forward even to community day, Lord, we ask that we can gather as a family and with your power, Holy Spirit, let us have a great event 
Lord, let us bond together. Jesus, let us know that we are each brothers and sisters in you. And as we look forward to that day that we all celebrate as one big family at one giant table, keep us and bless us. If there are any that are wish for healing now, we pray for it to come. If there are any that wish for encouragement, we pray for that now. Remember us, Lord, and keep us on our path to you. Amen. We have a lot of great things happening in the life of our church. It's our big events coming up is in August called Revelation Festival. back. Revelation Festival 2017 is on its way. We have a jam-packed lineup this year, including Driven 11, Dance, Damascus Road, Silent Culture, Vitruvian, Worship and relinquish Revelation Festival 2017. This year will be epic. Tickets on sale now at www.rev-fest.com. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, Alexander will be available after the service and he can hook you up and get you your tickets. Uh, right here today. So I encourage you to, sell, to get your tickets and, you know, mention it to your neighbors and friends. Tell them, you know, about the festival. Maybe you'll want to buy them some tickets so they can go. If you have some uh, neighbors, say, hey, if they, you know they'd like a um, day of Christian music, and it's all types of music. It's not just one variety. It's all types from praise and worship to, you. well, you saw it on the screen there, all the different groups. So I encourage you, come on out, bring earplugs if you don't like it loud. Uh, but it'll be just a great, great uh, festival. And I thank Alexander and everyone who's put that together. So those are the big events coming up. I also just want to just, if you like camping, I know in August there's a family camping at the Miller's Retreat and Resort Center in Pine Grove. And just want to encourage you, you can read about that in your program I don't know if you have to sign up or anything, but you can do everything from tent camping to mobile home or just come for an afternoon or evening and spend time there at the, at the Miller's place. That's in your program. I'm going to invite the ushers to come as we give our offerings this morning. If you haven't, please fill out your connection cards, place them in the baskets. There's also a place on there for uh, prayer requests if you have any of those. And again, we welcome you to Cockender for Church today. In our last song, we once again have the theme of surrendering ourselves to God, that, that when we call on his name to meet with us and as we worship him, that uh, we're reminding ourselves that we adore him and that it is only him that deserves our praise. So please rise and join us in It Is You. As we lift up our hands, as 
心。